0: This is episode number 49, and today I'll explain the two things you should be looking for in a new church. Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. My name is Travis Albritton, your friendly neighborhood Bible teacher, and every day we'll dive into the tips, tricks, and hacks that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump in to your daily dose of Practical Christian Training. From time to time, you might find yourself needing to find a new church, a new congregation to get plugged into and worship with. Now, this may just be because you moved to a new city, and so you need to find a new church in that new city that you live in. Maybe you've been out of church for a while, and you're trying to get plugged back in. But regardless of why you are looking for a new church, there is a good and bad way to go about it. Now, Quite often, the, uh, the tendency is just to go to the church that's convenient, the one that's right down the street. And in fact, in my neighborhood, there is a church right next door. But that's not where I go. That's, nothing, that's not to say anything bad about that church, but that is to say that convenience or proximity to where you live is not the most important factor when you're trying to find a new church to worship at. And I think a good metric, a good standard for us to use when we're evaluating churches is to use Jesus's criteria. In John chapter four, we get a glimpse at what that criteria is about how we should go about finding a new place of worship. Now in John chapter four, Jesus is speaking with the Samaritan woman. Now the Samaritans were kind of Jewish, but also kind of not. So they lived in the region of Samaria, go figure, which was north of Judah proper, okay? And the Israelites in and around Jerusalem looked down on the Samaritans because the Samaritans had intermarried with other peoples, other cultures and races. And over time, they had adopted some beliefs that, about God that were not correct. They had, uh, adopted some practices that weren't in line with what God wanted for his people. And so the Samaritan woman and Jesus are having this conversation. And, you know, the Samaritan woman says, you know, you say that true worship is in the temple in Jerusalem. And then Jesus says this, and this is the part of John chapter four that I really want to hone in on. And it's in John four, verse 23 and verse 24. Jesus says, yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshipers will worship the father in the spirit and in truth for they are the kind of worshipers the father seeks. God is spirit and his worshipers must worship in the spirit and in truth. So what Jesus is saying here is that true worship is not about the place. It's not about the location of the worship. It's about the manner of worship. And he talks about two things, two specific things that true worshipers will worship the Father in. The first one is that they will worship in the Spirit. Now, what does this mean? Does this mean that You know, you gotta crank the fog machine to 11 to uh, allow the Holy Spirit to come in and get people to start talking gibberish. No, that's not what it's talking about. It's talking about that when you worship, a true worshiper of God will bear the fruit of the Holy Spirit in their life. Uh, A great passage to look deeper into for what does it look like to bear fruit of the Spirit is in Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. It goes through and lists all of the characteristics of someone who is living or being led by the Holy Spirit. And this is important because uh, there are plenty of churches that have plenty of nice people in them that believe some good things, but they are not living in step with the Holy Spirit. They are, the Holy Spirit is not active in their life. And so when you are trying to choose a church To become a part of, you want that church to be full of Christians that are bearing the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Alright, so, uh, and I'll, I'll leave these scriptures in the details in the, uh, show notes so you can go and, uh, reference those for your own Bible study. But that's what it means when God talks about worshiping in the Spirit. Now, second one, the second point that Jesus makes is that, uh, true worshipers will worship in truth. And that means that they will hold to sound doctrine or teaching that they believe true things about God. In contrast to the Samaritans who, while they did know about God, Yahweh God of the Old Testament, that they did understand certain elements of what it means to worship God, that they were really incorrect on certain things. And so Jesus emphasizes this important point that you have to worship in truth. You have to worship in conjunction, in holding to sound truth doctrine and teaching. And Paul gives uh, some great instruction to his protege Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 4 verses 2 through 4, where he talks about how there will be a time where people will not put up with sound doctrine. They will not put up with true teaching, but instead they will surround themselves with people that just tell them what they want to hear, that will teach them the things that make them feel comfortable, that don't challenge them, that allow them to go on living their life living a lie, living a uh, pretend Christianity. And so you want to make sure when you are finding a church that they are holding to sound doctrine and sound teaching. And there's not enough time to get into exactly what the sound doctrine and teaching you're looking for is in this episode. But if you spend time in your personal Bible study, if you have a uh, relatively firm grasp of the basic teachings in the New Testament, you should be able to spot false doctrine or false teaching. Uh, And you can also go on that church's website and see what their beliefs are, what they say are their beliefs, what they say their mission statement is. And if it doesn't jive with what you know about the Bible, then that can be a red flag for you that maybe they are not holding the sound doctrine. And being involved in a healthy church is one of the best investments you can make in your spiritual life. So when you're trying to find a new church, don't just go for the fog machine or the worship, all right? Seek out true worshipers of God, and God will build you up and equip you to face your daily challenges as a result. And guys, being a part of a healthy, thriving church makes all the difference when it comes to how you can be close to God and see God moving in your life. Well, that is it for today. If you like what you heard, make sure to subscribe. Hit that subscribe button to get daily practical tips just like this one. Make sure to leave a review in iTunes or Apple Podcasts to tell me what you think. It really does help the podcast, so please go do that if you haven't already. And head on over to the Facebook group to say hi and let me know what you want to hear in future episodes. Every day is an opportunity to grow closer to God and make a positive impact on the people around you. Take action with what you've learned and help make the world a little more like heaven. I'm Travis Albritton, and I will talk to you tomorrow.